Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hey everyone, and this is a kind of unannounced series that I meant to release a few weeks ago. It's called Hashtag Finance Fridays, yep, very inventive I know. I'll be speaking to various finance companies, so I'm going to have some bridging lenders on, some familiar names potentially. I might try and get a mortgage lender on, although it's not always as as juicy because there's so many of them. Um, I've got P2P lenders, I've got crowdfunders coming on. So this kind of is an opportunity for, you know, 15 minutes or so to kind of speak to a company, understand what they do, understand what their area is, whether it's crowdfunding, whether it's P2P, whatever it is, uh, to give you an opportunity as a listener to just find some new ways of finance, really. I think we all want angel investors, but some of us are working on really big projects. Some of us are working on maybe smaller projects that actually maybe some of these kind of creative and different methods of funding could be really useful for. So, uh, you know, as with any of these companies, if you want an, an introduction to them, pop me an email, tej at bricksandmore.co, just .co, and I will introduce you to them and make sure you get straight to the most important people to speak to uh, who will handle things quickly. So on today's show, we have Blend Network. I won't tell you too much about them. Uh, Paul will talk us through it in the podcast but yeah just an introduction to this series in general any companies you think would be really interesting to get on uh please just let me know uh tej talks t-shirts are now available for sale for everyone uh if you want one head over to tej talks slash merchandise and you can buy it oh, i feel like usher at concert i got my t-shirts with my face on it even my face is not really on it but check them out and please do leave a review get like about 2,000 listens a podcast now only got 210 reviews on iTunes. Come on, y'all. Also, on another note, this is not investment advice. I'm not regulated or an IFA or anything like that. I'm not affiliated with any of these companies. Um, it's just highlighting their services and what they do. So, yeah, just to put that in. Hello, Paul, and welcome to the Tesh Talks podcast. Good morning. So this is the first time we're speaking, so this is going to be interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever done a podcast where it's the first time I'm speaking to someone, so I'm excited for for what we're going to talk about today. So can you tell everyone who you are and where you work? Yeah, so uh, my name is Paul Watson. I head up the origination team at Blend Network. Uh, Blend Network is a a peer-to-peer bridging and development finance platform uh, who lends um, to property developers and investors across the UK, including Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Awesome. So, you know, obviously we all know this thing, the housing crisis in the UK. Now, in your opinion or your professional opinion, you know, and there's obviously many factors and many reasons, but what are some of the key reasons you think that we aren't building enough houses? I think there's really two main issues. The first is the, the planning side. So developers and landowners are having difficulties, struggles getting consents uh, and viable consents on land they own. But secondly, and, and perhaps more importantly, the, the lack of finance available. Um, and that's the, the key part of it is the, the availability of it. So a lot of the big high street lenders 
you know, express and say they, they do lend to SMEs. I think the reality is actually it's quite difficult if you're an SME to get high street funding, particularly development funding. That's where we come in. Okay. And why is it difficult for SMEs? Is it just, is it just pure risk or...? Yeah, I think the high street uh, banks really analyze the, the deals on case by case. Traditionally, um, they, they've had large exposure to the UK market on a very um, granular basis. I think that came to hurt them in 2008, 2009, 2010. I think since then, uh, the reality is they prefer to focus on the, the bigger ticket deal sizes with covenant strengths that are perhaps undoubted. Um, that unfortunately neglects the, the smaller developers, the uh, the guys that want to build single units up to, you know, 10, 20 units. Um, and so that's a gap uh, we're trying to plug. Okay. And then, so how long ago was Blend started? Uh, Blend's been around for three years. Uh, we've just had our birthday actually yesterday. So uh, thank you very much. Um, and we, um, we've really been doing deals. Uh, the initial side was setting up the business, setting up the platform, getting the investors there. But it's really been active in the deal front for just over a year now. Hmm. And how much have you lent over the past year? We've lent in the region of uh, seven million million pounds uh, against circa 25, uh, 25 loans, um, but we're we're really ramping up the origination team here. So that's uh, that's something led by me. We've got a couple of new guys that have just joined, um, and they're you know actively in the market seeking out new opportunities. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. And so that money, where does Blend get seven million from? So we're a, we're a peer-to-peer platform. So we, um, when you set up a peer-to-peer platform, the the key bit to get the business off the, off the ground is really the investor side. So um, Jan and Roxanne have been working very hard at actually getting. Um, well, we've got close to two thousand investors today, but getting them registered on the platform, willing and able to lend. Um, so it's really uh, retail investors. We've also got some ultra high net worth uh, individuals behind the business who um, invest in individual loans as well. So it's a combination of those two. Interesting. And so peer-to-peer and crowdfunding are, are probably often confused. Now, what are the sort of differences and similarities between them? Uh, well, peer-to-peer, so we're, we're, a, uh, we're a lender. So we're lending uh, debt positions to, to property people um, with a first charge uh, secure against, secured against the assets. The crowdfunding side is really looking at the – it's a form of crowdfunding peer-to-peer, but the crowdfunding side is really looking at the, um, the equity side, so funding deals, investing directly into the business rather than into the debt. Mm. Okay. And so your platform offers both. So you have people who who are probably most of my listeners who want to borrow cash, but you also have those who are lending you cash, like just anyone sort of on the street could do that, right? Yeah, we do. So anyone uh, anyone can register for either borrowing or for lending. Um, but we're effectively putting the two, uh, pool, two pools of individuals together. Um, and it's a very efficient way of borrowing, but also a very efficient way of lending into, in, into investments. Interesting. And, and you mentioned the ultra high net worth individuals. Now, how does, and this is more out of interest than anything, how does one go about finding people like them? Is it just through the networks of, of the people within Blend? 
Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not, they wouldn't be finding those individuals um, um, as, as individuals, so they wouldn't be talking directly to those individuals. They would, would be accessing their capital by coming to us and us agreeing to fund their deal and by us posting that deal onto our platform to get it funded. Um, we've got a, a very strong track record of getting deals funded incredibly quickly. Um, so the, the appetite for further deals is there, uh, which is why we're keen to do more and more. Hmm. And, you know, would you say you're in a position where you've got loads of deals and not enough money or is it the other way around? We've at the moment, we've got uh, we've got the appetite from the uh, from the lenders is there and it's incredibly strong. But we are getting phone calls and many phone calls encouraging us to do more deals. The, The deals we've done so far. We've got zero defaults on them. They've been sensible deals and they've been uh, deals that have made commercial sense for the lenders. So at the moment, we're really targeting um, to, to, to increase our, our loan book. Um, and that's the, the borrower side. So originating new, new deals from, from borrowers. Interesting. And so what makes Blend different? Because obviously there's lots of people who lend. I know we've covered that you lend to SMEs, but... Are there any other factors that would separate you and make people want to invest in you as opposed to someone else? Yeah, I think we, we've got an incredibly um, well-experienced team. So we've got a good mix or a good blend of indiv- individuals at this end. Um, you know, I'm a, for example, I'm a chartered surveyor. Um, I've got 15 years of experience work, working on both principal and financing side. Um, uh, we've, got a, we've got a very established underwriting team. We've got a, we're building up the origination platform. Um, and we've got a very good and diverse skill set in-house. But it's not just about that. It's that we are we're a small, um, young business who's uh, who's keen to grow. We're not going to grow um, uh, for the sake of growth uh, alone. We want to make sure our growth is sensible growth. Um, but we we can make very fast and flexible decisions, and we can structure the deals so they're appropriate not just for us but also for the borrowers as well. So when we're talking direct to to borrowers or to brokers, um, we can really understand what the drivers for any particular deals are and what they need out of the financing, and they can they can be straight on the phone to a decision maker at this end, and we can turn the terms around and the deals around incredibly quickly. Mm. And what's the biggest single deal you've worked on in terms of how much you've lent out to someone? We are we're in the process of well, we've done a range. Um, so our deals really range from single unit HMO um, deals all the way through to to PD conversions of office buildings. We're we're in the process of doing 30, 30 units from an office to, to residential conversion. Um, but we're also doing ground up developments as well. So we're doing uh, the thick end of ten houses up on the, the north Norfolk coast. Uh, and in terms of the deals we're looking at at the moment and analysing and pushing through legals, again they're arranged there. Part new build, part uh, permitted development, um, and part conversions as well. Hmm, okay. And speaking of deals, how do you assess? You know what makes a deal good, and if you're going to lend on it. Well, first thing we do is. We have a look at the um, the development appraisal, so we get our heads around the well, primarily the address of the asset, where it is, what that local market is, what the borrower is proposing to pay for that piece of land or for, for that building. Um, we have a look at the build costs. Um, we have a look at the GDV. We we see how liquid that GDV is in the in the local markets, um, and we make our own assumptions and, uh, and do our own analysis on on those deals. 
On top of that, we'll have a look at things such as developer experience, how much hard equity they're putting into the deals themselves, um, and whether they've done similar projects in the past. Okay, and you know, like you said before, and as we all know, speed is of the essence. So if I sent you, you know, a plan and an application for some funding today, when would you get back to me saying yes or no? We would get back to you uh, in a matter of hours. So we would. Uh, we would be able to say yes or no on the same day if you send it through kind of late in the afternoon. Hopefully we'll be able to look at it that evening, but if not, it will certainly be the next morning. But we're very keen to make sure that when an inquiry comes through, we can make it as easy as possible for the borrower or the broker and turn those around incredibly quickly. Awesome. And so what is your minimum loan size? So minimum loan size is 150000 We go up to Three million. We can do either side of that, uh, but there needs to be a good reason for us going below or, or above that. Yeah, that makes sense. And then how do your rates work? What do you charge people to borrow from you? Well, t- typically the, the rates depend on the project, depend on the, the experience of the borrower, um, but they start from 1% arrangement fee, uh, 0.8% per calendar month and 1% exit fee. Um, they're, the, they're at the bottom end. So again, it depends on the project, the experience of the borrower, how much we really like the, the deal. Mm, okay, that makes sense. And a lot of people want and ask for and talk about 100% funding, right? Having not much skin in the game necessarily. Now, is this possible? Do you think it's possible generally? And secondly, do you think it's possible? Is it possible with Blend? Well, the idea of skin in the game is to make sure that the borrower is focused on delivering that project. We as a lender are reliant on that individual to create value over a period of time through their build to get to the GDV. So when uh, when people come to us and say, look, we, would you do 100% loan to cost? The answer is no, we don't, although we do do very high gearing. So we are prepared to do deals up to 75% loan to GDV and up to circa 90% loan to cost. On a 90% loan-to-cost requirement deal, the requirement from the borrower would be to inject the, the remaining 10% as your own hard equity. Um, we can go above that, uh, albeit we're very unlikely to go up to 100%. Um, for example, if the borrower can provide additional collateral, that might make us comfortable with, with, with going higher. Equally, if the loan-to-GDV is under control and the loan-to-cost is possibly slightly higher, then we might be able to be slightly flexible. But in terms terms of actually in isolation 100% loan to cost deal um, the answer is uh, I'm afraid not and um, those deals just don't happen anymore yeah no that makes sense absolutely and when it comes to you know finding deals do you find that people come to you and say I've already got quotes from others or I'm getting quotes from others and it, it kind of you have to compete in in one form or another yeah, I mean, it, it really depends. So some, some borrowers do just that. They really scour the markets and, and, and find out the lowest rates or the highest gear, et cetera. Um, I don't know of any other lender that would be able to go as high as we do on the gearing. We effectively let, um, blend the senior debt and the mezzanine debt, debt into, into one loan, so to keep it under one roof, one set of legal fees. Um but it's really horses for courses. Some borrowers do go around the market. Some just are very happy just to come to us and, and use us because they, they really like the service they get. Awesome. And do you work with brokers or should everyone come to you directly? 
No, we we um, we certainly work with brokers, and that's uh, that's a part of the business that we're very keen to to ramp up. They're a good, great source of business. Um, and, you know, we're very keen to do more more and more deals with brokers. We do pay introductory fees, so if if the broker is not a debt broker per se, they might be an accountant uh, or a lawyer or somebody who happens to know a developer that needs funding. Then absolutely, if uh, if they can introduce deals, we will pay a fee for that, for that service. Amazing. And did you work on Davinda's deal? I did, yeah. So I know Davinda. Um, I originated and executed that myself. Um, and I think she was very delighted with uh, um, the way it played out and, uh, and and the funding she got for it. Yeah, no, she definitely was. I met her actually the, the day before I met Roxana on the same day. And she was like, yeah, I use a company called Blend. And I was like, oh, cool. Next thing you know, I'm in the office. And I was like, oh, a small world um i mean have you turned any deals away so far yeah i mean we do we do do turn the majority of deals away um so we uh, we we make sure a deal is right we want to retain the zero default um we don't want to do lending just for the sake of growing a business we want to make sure it's appropriate lending um so yes we do actually turn away the majority of inquiries but Having said that, if the deal does make sense, you're buying it well, you're building it uh, well with an experienced team, uh, or perhaps the borrower himself has got the, the build experience to, to, to deliver it to PC himself, um, then absolutely we would uh, we would do those deals. But we, we're very keen just to try and do sensible lending, sensible deals. Yeah. And what are the reasons you turn those deals away? Is it purely based on figures? Not purely based on figures, as it could be based on, for example, um, an illiquid exit. Um, a borrower might come to us and, and say, as happened not so long long ago, they would like to build a five million pound house on the Kent coast, um, and we just looked at that and thought, well, your your costs against your your GDV um, make us a little bit nervous. But again, your um, the, the GDV as well, whether it's five million pound house or a four million pound or possibly even three million pound house we were very nervous about how how liquid that exit was going to be mm. i mean that makes sense i guess your market there is is fairly niche so it's not ideal for you as an as a as a lender for that one mm. no it was something where you know high-end single units where they're not really our bread and butter uh, we're keen to, to explore the more liquid end of the market okay and if another common question is if someone comes to you who has no development experience and they've got let's do two scenarios they've got no properties they don't even own their own house it's literally their first property deal one will you lend to them and if not how could they still get your lending you leveraging their network well um it's very difficult with no experience uh, and a very low net worth to get comfortable with doing a development deal with with that type of borrower um the thing I would say is if they could JV um, that deal with perhaps a builder that is experienced, has very um, done plenty of similar schemes, who's solvent, um, who they built up a relationship with, then absolutely we, we would certainly consider that and probably do that deal. Um, but in isolation, if there's no experience and a very low net worth, it would be very difficult to get comfortable with it. Okay, so, you know, yeah, JV with a builder or, I mean, would you look at if someone was like a first-time developer, if they had other property investors who were experienced sort of as part of their team, would that still count? Yeah, I mean, they, these things all help. So, for example, a project manager would help um, if they had as part of their team. We want to see 
from the people uh, delivering the, that project, they're really tied into it. They're locked into delivering that project. And those people have got to have the requisite skill set to deliver it. Um, what we don't want is, you know, projects getting halfway through the build, then there being a, an issue. Um, so we need to get comfortable that actually when we do lend the money, that uh, that deal is going to get all the way through to practical completion. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, Paul, thank you very much for coming on the Tesh Talks podcast. I think this has been a nice tour of what Blend offers, what P2P lending is. Um, so if anyone wants to get in touch with you, please do mention Tesh Talks and I will put your email address and the website and all the details in the show notes on the podcast player. So if anyone wants to speak to Paul or anyone in the team about borrowing, about in investing as well, potentially lending yourself, then get in touch and uh, I know they'll be more than happy to help. Brilliant. Thanks, Tej. Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week.